When I was growing up and we were expecting visitors to come over to the house, uh, such as grandparents or aunts and uncles or other family friends, I always have memories of uh, looking out the living room window, eagerly awaiting their, their arrival. And when they did arrive, I'd always run to the door full of joy and anticipation to welcome them in, into, the, into the home. And in today's gospel, there's a youthfulness about the father. He's like that young boy looking out the living room window, eagerly waiting for the return of his youngest son. The gospel passage today says, While the younger son was still a long way off, his father caught sight of him and was filled with compassion. The father was filled with compassion. The father wasn't angry. He wasn't judgmental. He wasn't condemning. He was filled with compassion. Oftentimes the enemy puts these lies in our minds that God's a judge, an angry judge, a condemning judge. Uh, and we, put, we uh, put, put these perceptions, we, pro, we project these perceptions onto God. But that's not who God is. The enemy colors our perception of God the Father. And I think it's so beautiful in the beautiful sacrament of confession. We witness the love and the mercy of God the Father. In fact, the first words of absolution are not God the Father of anger, God the Father of wrath, God the Father of judgment, God the Father of uh, impatience. No, the first words of absolution and confession are God the Father of mercies. God the Father of mercies. Our God is a Father who is merciful, who is quick to forgive, slow to anger, and uh, perhaps there's moments in our lifetime where instead of the father looking out the window for the son to return, we might be those sons and daughters looking longingly out the window for a father, whether that's a human father or a spiritual father. And if we think about the role of the father, it's indispensable, it's irreplaceable. The person of the father has a role that no one else can play. The, the mother or the wife of a family can't play the role of the father. That role is reserved to her husband, the man alone, the father. And so if we think about the father within a family, the father is kind of that rock, that foundation, the, the support of the family. It's the father who holds everything together. It's the Father who keeps everyone united. And that's why it's so damaging and uh, uh, a lot of pain happens when a father is removed or the father figure is absent. It causes a lot of turmoil and unnecessary suffering and pain. It, it's like uh, water. It has the ripple effects. It, when you remove the father, those ripple effects affect everyone in the family. Uh, it, it creates a rupture in the family. And so, so many broken families are in the world today because the father figure is removed. And I think it's a beautiful desire that God's placed in each one of us. There's an innate desire 
uh, for a father figure in our life. Each one of us desires the uh, father to look upon us with approval. We want to make the father proud. We, we want to make our dads or grandfathers or God the father happy, proud. He, we want them to look at us approvingly. And of course, there's times in our life when we fail in our sinfulness, in our weakness, in our poor choices. And that causes a lot of hurt and pain. But it's the Father who picks us up, dusts us off, and puts us back on our feet again. It's the Father who restores confidence and faith in ourselves when we've lost it. And so in the beautiful sacrament of confession, we encounter God the Father who becomes man. The priest in confession represents God the Father. I think it's so beautiful. Uh, it's the Catholic Church that is the only church in the world that has confession. No other denomination or religion has this beautiful sacrament. Only the Catholic Church has it, and it's so beautiful. The image of God the Father takes on flesh in the confessional. And this actually reminds me of um, some spiritual reading. So every day I take some time for spiritual reading. And a few months ago I was reading a book uh, by one of my favorite authors, Father Jacques Philippe. He's a religious priest. He's part of the Order of the Beatitudes in Europe. And uh, he, he, he's written many books, but the book I was reading was called Priestly Fatherhood, Treasure in Earthen Vessels. And he speaks about the beauty of fatherhood and the beauty of the sacrament of confession. He speaks uh, better than I can. And so I'm just going to read a page or two from this beautiful work. He, he comments and uh, has a commentary on the gospel today. And so I'll just read a little bit of that. Father Jacques Philippe says, We all know the unexpected ending of this story. The father sees his son arriving from afar and seized with pity for him, runs to cover him with kisses. And without giving him time for the prepared speech, the father gives orders to his servants, quickly bring him suitable clothing, not just any clothing, but the most beautiful. Put a ring on his finger, a sign of regained dignity, Put sandals on his feet and prepare for him a big party, complete with fat, veal, music, and dancing. Now, let's take up the same story again, but this time let's eliminate the father figure. When the son comes back to the house, there is nobody. The house is empty, hopelessly empty, abandoned. Only the wind beats against the doors and windows. There is nobody to welcome him, no one to pardon him, no one to love him, no one to tell him, in spite of what you've done, in spite of your errors and your sin, you remain my well-loved son. You can regain your full dignity. You have a place here, and you can be free and happy in the house of your father, the house which is also your house. Everything I have is yours. 
I think that we cannot forgive ourselves for the sins we've committed, and we've all committed sin. We cannot absolve ourselves of our errors, even with an army of psychologists trying to take away our guilt. I have nothing against psychologists, quite the contrary. They often do excellent work, but they cannot forgive sins. We need to receive the absolution of someone bigger than ourselves. We need the words of another, words of authority, the words of the Heavenly Father in order to be truly set free from faults and reconciled with ourselves. These considerations make us measure the immense grace that is given to the priest in being able to pronounce the words of absolution even though they are said in passing to those who come to confess to him. He knows that in spite of his personal limits, when he tells someone, I absolve you from your sins, the words he pronounces are not simply human words, but rather that they have the very authority of Holy Scripture. They have the power to free the sinner from the evil of which he is culpable restore his dignity, and give him freedom and peace. What a joy it is to be able to be such an instrument of God's mercy. Giving priestly forgiveness is perhaps the closest participation in God's fatherhood. Now I can continue reading, but uh, Father Jacques Philippe speaks so beautifully about fatherhood and the beautiful sacrament of confession. I think uh, I'm, I, I'm blessed to be a priest to, to uh, represent God the Father in the confessional. I think I have the best job in the whole world. Uh, but uh, we each need a father in our life, including myself. I can't absolve myself from my sins. I need to go to another priest. And so I encourage you during this season of Lent to go to confession but not only reserve confession for the seasons of Lent and Advent, but to make it a regular routine throughout your whole life, throughout the year, maybe going once or twice a month, or maybe more, uh, but to make it a regular part of our lives, just like uh, maybe our houses or cars need regular maintenance, our spiritual lives need regular maintenance, Go to confession and don't be afraid uh, to meet God the Father in a personal and intimate way in the sacrament. In the confessional, God the Father uh, is present there in the person of the priest. It's the Lord who brings healing to the places that are broken in our life, the places that are wounded or fractured. It's God the Father who heals and brings these things together to make, to make them whole again. At every Mass, we witness the love and compassion of God the Father. Here at this Mass, we see the compassionate, merciful, and forgiving fatherhood of God as he gives away what was closest to his heart, his own beloved Son, Jesus Christ, in the Eucharist. God, our Father, is a joyful giver, and today is Laetare Sunday, so I'm wearing the color rose, representing joy. God the Father is a joyful Father. 
Joy finds its root, its source, its cause in the heart of God the Father. Today, don't be afraid to go to confession and return back into the household of God the Father once again. We can come home today to confession. And when we enter into the Father's house, we never have to leave again. We can remain there in the gaze of the Heavenly Father.